This episode 1054, and it's a relevant podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me still in lovely Southern California, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Nashville, Tennessee, downtown Emily Brown. Hey, y'all. Ironically, not living in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. And from Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, okay, well, a little behind the scenes. I'm, I'm making a game time decision. We have uh, we had a great guest lined up, uh, but I'm decided to uh, to bump him. Like, like uh, what's his name? Jimmy Kimmel bumps Matt Damon every, every week. Um, so Tyler Tony from Dude Perfect, you know, just maybe like the biggest or second biggest YouTuber, YouTube uh, sensation in the world. Uh, Tyler and his wife, Bethany, were lined up for this week's show. But, um, you know, Dude Perfect's going to be huge next week or the week after. So we'll have them on uh, in, a, in a, one of the upcoming uh, episodes. But I figured... The Jesus Revolution movie is still going strong in theaters, so uh, but crazy. probably won't be much longer. This is kind of like the closing window of that record-setting run that they've had in theaters. And uh, Jesus Revolution is highlighted in the brand new issue of Relevant. So I figured this was the perfect week to have the one of the stars of that movie, Jonathan Rumi, on the show today. So while the rundown in front of me says Tyler Tony from Dude Perfect and Bethany, his wife Bethany, uh, we are going to swap it and pull up from the next episode, uh, Jonathan Rumi from Jesus Revolution. So Jonathan Rumi will be on the show today. Don't miss it. It's coming up later so sorry jesse i know i told you before the show that dude perfect was going to be on the show today i know you were kind of excited about that yeah they, they have the coolest and most wholesome jobs ever you know right. like you know just doing like crazy trick shot videos you know even my i have a, a 10 year old son who will spend hours in the yard making dude perfect you know his own kind of little courses and stuff dude they, they are living the dream like if you were if you were to tell someone at, at the age of eight you can be anything any you can have any job they're like well i, I want to just invent cool sports and and do trick shots and hang out with my friends all day and and make videos and put it on you know that's it good good on them and aren't they building like a hundred jamie you're in you're in texas aren't they building like a hundred million dollar like facility there 100 percent up north of dallas they are yes and it's in frisco yeah, Frisco. Yeah, no, it's like, it's and like I a dude say perfect this. arena or something like a trick shot yes. arena sort of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just want to say I only know two of them, and when I say no, it's very loosely. Like, I mean, we know each other. They used to go to our church. They're like Did the they real backslide? deal. They are no, they're no backsliding. Oh. They are the real Amen. deal. They are so kind. They have, would always stop and take pictures with my kids, and in fact. One of them was just at our church two weeks ago. He was in town for South by and he stopped and had chatted up with my kids. My kids are older now. They're like 17. And they're like, I said, do you want a picture? They're like, mom, stop. Like, please <laughs> don't, don't even. So no picture was taken, Jesse. 
Uh, it doesn't surprise me they they went to your church and are, are and are very friendly to the to the youth of that church because they've as, 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 as essentially have monetized like have have monetized youth, funny youth group summer camp games. They have figured out a way right. to make a living <laughs> like doing like the egg toss that you do on the first day of like youth camp or whatever. They just said that they're just like, hey, let's just take those up a notch. Let's just take all those weird little youth group games and just make videos out of them. It's like, oh, and that. And it worked. Good on them, man. That's so funny. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, last week we we debuted the game five second roll. We're doing it again. We're bringing it back. I loved it. I had fun with it. We're bringing it back. And uh, but right now, nice. stay tuned. Up next, it's slices. to phoenix and claro the song is after midnight season four of the chosen is in theaters now and the reviews that count are in amazing did not disappoint flurry of emotions it was powerful heartbreaking uplifting you have got to come and see it it is a message for everybody i highly recommend that you come out and see the chosen season four Episodes 1 through 3 of The Chosen Season 4 are in theaters till February 14th. So visit thechosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's thechosenriseup.com for tickets today. Okay, it's time for... Slices! All right, what do you have, Jesse? All right, well, this I, this was, is a slice uh, near and dear to my own heart here. So I, I, I don't know, I've said this before. Uh, on the podcast that if I hadn't married a, a, a brilliant financial mind, my wife, Dana is, is, is very good with, with numbers and, and finances and organization and adherence. She to is, and she's, she's helping fix me and, and relevant. And I'm very, <laughs> very grateful for your wife right now. Well, I am too, because as I said before, if it wasn't for her, I'd be in jail for unintentional tax oh. evasion. <laughs> she, <laughs> she literally is helping me because last summer when we were staying with you guys, I was telling her some of the things that I did during the pandemic. And she's like, you literally are going to go to jail if I don't get involved and help you. And I was like, <laughs> wow, okay. please do. And she got into our books and she's like, you are so lucky that I'm, I'm fixing this for you right now. So like no hyperbole. I, I, I mess things up so badly. She, she is a, she is a wonderful person and I am not in jail because of Dana Carey. So thank you very much. Dana <laughs> Carey. So. We love Dana. Well, uh, uh, yeah, she, she um, has, has been, uh, she has very many positive attributes, but the fact that uh, uh, she alleviates the fear that I will somehow <laughs> make a mistake in taxes yeah. uh, and, and, and um, you know, run afoul of the man, um, you know, is, is, is a very good attribute. But guys, we're not, I'm not alone. If you have, if you have anxiety about taxes, um, you uh, you are in the company of most Americans. Uh, this is a study from Wallet Hub. You can read more uh, analysis of it over on relevantmagazine.com. 
Um, but uh, people, they did a survey, WalletHub, of individuals of, of things they would rather do than do their taxes. I love I love the, the options they came up for people, too. Uh, it was some real creative thinking on their part. So 49% said they'd rather do uh, perform jury duty than do taxes, which I've never done jury duty. Wow. I'm kind of eager to do it. So um, you, How I, do you perform jury duty? Well, I'll say this. They would rather d- you just yeah. show up your civic yeah, duty. You just kind of, I guess you just sit there. Right? I don't you think, know? I don't think I, you I've perform. Never done it. I don't think you perform it. I think you, I know, some oh, people I put we, on we, a performance. I, I think they perform. Oh, I would. If I was on jury duty. Oh, heck yeah. I'm performing. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming in. I'm coming in with a briefcase. Uh, you know, I'm objecting immediately to something. <laughs> You're and never going to get picked. That, yeah, when I'm informed that that is not my role, I you know I, I object I'm, the objection. <laughs> yeah. Objection, you know, sustained, sustained. <laughs> yeah, you can handle sustained. Like I, it is my theater. I but, cannot wait for the day oh, okay, I, so I get jury duty. That's how you perform jury duty. Get it? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. Uh, so, th- oh, so I was, I was sorry. It should say uh, would rather do um, than than do your taxes. So jury duty, forty nine percent. 36% said they would rather talk to their kids about sex than do the taxes. Give us on last week's show. Yeah, they still do it on the kid's birthday. Um, the, uh, <laughs> go back and listen. It'll make sense. I'm not just a weirdo. Um, 26% said they'd rather miss a connection, uh, connecting flight. 16% said they'd rather spend a night in jail. 15 said wow. uh, a swim with sharks. And 13% said um, a, a drink expired milk. What? Okay, this is not this is not some fresh take here. And I'm not going to sound like some internet you know crazy person that like you know goes up to like a, a traffic stop and rolls their window to, you know you ever watch those videos where someone you know there's like a dui stop or or, or they get pulled over and they roll their window their window down like an inch and they're just talking through i'm an american citizen i know the con i'm a constitutional <laughs> scholar officer i just want that to be clear before we start our transaction you know what i mean like i'm not one of those people you know but i will say this there's got to be a better way here like there is mass anxiety about like there are so many people out there that want to do the right thing i want to be i want to pay my taxes i have no issue i understand i benefit a lot from the 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 infrastructure and the schools and everything i'm in i'm in i'm a citizen government do it like take the money like you know how much i owe like you you know my income you can literally seize my assets if you want to can i just sign a piece of paper it's like i'm good with you you, i trust you guys i mean look you you, it can't be any worse than me doing it it really it really is weird your point is is valid it's like they know how much we owe we have to figure out how much that is and then they are like nope you're wrong you're going to jail i mean it's like you know how much it is like just tell us and then we'll pay it like why can't why do we have to play this game like it's like going to the grocery store and i load up the cart and they're like, all right, guess, guess how much it is? I, well, I had two liters of Coke. Uh, I mean, is, it, is it three, three bucks? I, I, listen, I, and then listen, if, if you get it wrong and walk out that door, we're going to get you for shoplifting. Yeah, exactly. And if you, over, and if, and if you overpay, it is going to be a whole thing to get that money back. I mean, it is. You, I, mean, I hope you've got some paperwork. I hope you're ready to do some paperwork here to get your, your the money that we owe you back. There's got to be a better way. And I know I'm not. I know this is like a rant that people hear all the time. Flat but tax. Th- th- but, but a study like this, 
it, it, it's it's like the, it just highlights the absurdity that you'd literally have people say, "Listen, if I did, if you could, if the government, if someone would do my taxes for me, I would go spend a night in jail, no problem." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and by the way, Guys, if you don't do it right, you're going to spend more a night in jail. But yeah, go ahead, Jamie. I have. I am forty four years old. Dang. I have never. Hey, I know. I have no. That never, was that was the ever, Kevin Hart bit. Ever. <laughs> the Don Cheadle never. Kevin Hart thing. Come on, you know I what know, I was but doing. But I still gotta call you out for it. I gotta defend Jamie. <laughs> I have never, ever, ever done my taxes. Oh, Jamie I Ivy, have you ever you, paid you're, your taxes? No, I mean, yeah, somebody like, does them for jail. me. Oh, like, okay, I'm ne- okay. no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I wouldn't even know what to do. I like my mom did them for me, and then my husband does them. I've never, I wouldn't even know what to do. If you're like, you need to file what? I don't even know. I don't even know what I need. Nothing. Where are I'm these just files? Like, <laughs> what files? <laughs> I'm like literally like a 1950s what you housewife you call, that doesn't even know what's going on. It's Dana at relevantmediagroup.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any because Aaron does it, but I'm just like I've never even had to do. I've never had to do this, Jesse. So I don't even know. The I fear. use TurboTax. I've like I've always this is not an ad, but I've always just used TurboTax. <laughs> I was like, where it's are we easy. going with this? <laughs> and if you Every use s- promo code Emily J, like, yeah, you can get fifteen percent off. Yeah, TurboTax really is like dummy proof. Like they truly are like put this file here. It will have this at the top. Like it's no, so it literally, easy to use. it's like Clippy from Microsoft Word. It's right. like, and then it's like you do this, and then you do it, and they go, "Are you sure?" Yeah, right. and it's like and yeah, every single time I hit submit until I like get like an email or a letter confirming it I am terrified I'm gonna go to jail for tax fraud somehow <laughs> but I, I do it it's so simple I do not have like my w2 is very simple and yet yeah. I I think because I just don't understand why I'm having to do all this and all right. of these things it, it is terrifying and it's like I'm I don't even have complex taxes but yet right. it still gives me anxiety um I, it's I don't tax season I kids I mean, I it's I like everything's milk, due in like but... two weeks, so you better do it. Yeah. Oh, I do have to do yeah. that. Yeah. But, but think about how absurd that is. I have to pay a service of money to pay the government money. Like, it's like, this is a racket. There's well, got to be a better way here, they guys. Are, they but do they guarantee you're not going to go to jail? <laughs> they do have an audit <laughs> you know. uh, coverage thing that you can upgrade saying, yeah. to pay for. <laughs> I mean, you can be like... For only fifty more dollars, you can have an audit protection service uh, added on to your filing. But anyway, if you get flagged, that they would, you know, cover your audit for you. But anyway, they are working on. I I saw a bill was being introduced to uh, have a a truly free option for Americans to file their taxes because it's true. Like right now, it's a racket. Like you have to pay somebody thirty to fifty bucks to just file your taxes, and it's ridiculous. So anyway, um, yeah, it's tax season, kids. You got two weeks. Get on it. All right. What do you have, Emily? Uh, Yeah. So the directors of the recent movie, Jesus Revolution, Andrew and John Irwin, have announced that The record-setting hit, Jesus Revolution. Who saw that coming, by the way? Very good movie. Uh, One of the things, just like I want to say this, Cameron, we were like, where were you all these times? I went to the premiere in LA for that movie. Oh, wow. interesting. Emily went to the set while they were filming that movie. So she went up to you. even better. I know. Um... Yes. So Jesus Revolution. Awesome. Great. Everyone's excited about it. And the directors are already looking forward to their next movie. Um, and this time they have announced that two time Academy Award winner Hillary Swank will be starring in it. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the movie is called Ordinary Angels. It's based on a true story. Um and Hillary Swank is set to be the lead, um, which is just really huge. Like, I think it kind of shows the success of these kind of movies. You know, like these aren't 
for so long, you know, a Christian movie, just to be honest, like, you know, no one knew who any of the actors were in any of these movies. And Kevin now it's like, Sorbo he, is a how is a <laughs> national legend. What are you talking about? To whom? Um, so like they're having these huge names that want to be a part of it. Um, and so I think that's just, it's a really exciting, um, I think step to see kind of where, uh, the evolution of Christian movies are going. Um, you know, she's a great actress. So I think that's going to like, just really yeah. like bring up the caliber of the movie. So I'm excited yeah. to see it. Interesting. And hey, they have a good track record. It's coming yeah, out in awesome. October. So this was actually mm-hmm. already in motion even before Jesus Revolution was a hit. One of the interesting things I learned about Jesus Revolution in the article, which is unique. Okay, so zooming out, what usually happens with these Christian movies is they, you know, somebody raises money, they shoot this low budget Christian movie. It's not too bad. They go find a distributor. So like they'll yeah you know, Lionsgate or Sony or somebody will, you know, get it into theaters. So Lionsgate is the, is, is who got Jesus revolution into theaters. What I learned in our article is not, that wasn't what happened with Jesus revolution. Lionsgate actually came in at the beginning and was part of the funding and everything of this. They, they saw the script of a movie called Jesus revolution and said, we're going to make this movie. That's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like an actual studio film, Jesus revolution. It's not like a little self-funded Christian low budget movie. And so that that's different. And so that's why, you know, it's kind of remarkable. And now they're, they immediately are now doing this Hillary Swank movie. It's the same filmmakers and stuff. So this is kind of a new lane for really Christian cool. filmmakers. You know, it's like actual studio films yeah. that are faith-based movies. So that's why it's a, higher caliber it seems like you know so anyway very cool all right what do you have jamie okay this is uh good news for us guys we may be having to file taxes and all these things but here's the good news according to the 11th annual world happiness report which coincides with the recent international day of happiness here's the good news guys people are actually slightly happier than they were before the pandemic began does anyone feel that in your own personal life in a in a way, yes, because I think the pandemic forced me to address a lot of things I was not happy with because I mm. had all this time on my hands to really assess what yeah. was going on. Like before the pandemic, I was in a very different job, city, all of that. Like where I am now has changed a lot. And I would say I'm much happier. You're happier. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... The report suggests that one key factor is our ability to care for one another in difficult times. So according to the survey, benevolence to others has risen by around 25% since the pandemic began. That is good. We are taking care of our fellow humans. Positive emotions have remained twice as prevalent as negative ones, and feelings of positive social support are twice as strong as those of loneliness. So in the midst of a million studies coming out right now about mental health, Mm -hmm. the World Happiness Report says that actually people are a little bit uh, happier on the other side of a global pandemic that was really, really terrible for a lot of people's lives. Now, I want to tell you this, too. You guys know the the happiest nation in the world? Finland. Cameron, Emily, you might have read this. I, Finland. Yeah. Was it? I was just guessing. Are it's you serious? Oh, you were just guessing? <laughs> well, no, it's I, all relevant. I've, I've, like, I've seen that on like a show or something. I've just, like, I've just heard that out. In the, I think it's been it really? the happiest nation yeah. for like a couple years now, too. I was like watching six like somebody feed okay, Phil years, or something yeah. like that. And he was in Finland <laughs> and he like mentioned it. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, six year in a row, Finland came in, followed by Denmark and Iceland, which I would love to visit Iceland. Now that I know this, I definitely want to go. US, the U.S. came in at number 15, which is one step up from the previous year. So it's some good news. There's some there's some challenges around the world. Obviously, Ukraine has seen a decline because of what's been going on the past couple of years with them uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, but all in all, people are saying that people are nicer now. And it could be because of the pandemic. Or maybe. So people are nicer because, now. That's what they're saying. They're like mm-hmm. happier or nicer? Yeah, kinder and nicer and happier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about just how, you know, post pandemic, it did just give like a fresh perspective on a lot of things like, you know, social dynamics. I feel like, you know, were altered where, you know, I mean, I was already friends with a lot of people like in my neighborhood or whatever, but like we became like tight, tight. You know what I mean? Like it was like ex- extended family. And I feel like, you know, a movie night in mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, this is great. This is, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like where it, it, it like taught a lot of us, I feel like the value of being bored every once in a while and being content with not been doing much, which I feel like was kind of a lost value in like hustle culture and man i i, I really came to appreciate that and and i definitely feel you know i, I don't know if, I, I guess i'm if i if i had to put the term happiness on it i, I would probably say i'm happier post-pandemic well i love too that it suggests that one of the key factors <clears throat> of people being happier is our ability to care for one another and so <clears throat> like i didn't I haven't seen the report, so there could be a lot of other things on there too. But the benevolent side, like I said, has risen 25%. And I think that is just a really cool thing to think about that like you are a happier person when you care about the people around you and when you're not just thinking about yourself. And so that's a good thing. I like it. Yeah. All right. Things are going in a good direction, which if you looked at the news, you wouldn't think is the case. So, right. (laughs) Relevantmagazine.com, it would be the case. Yeah, because we don't cover what's on the front page of NewYorkTimes.com most of the time. I wouldn't pitch it like that, but (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You focus on other areas. Yeah. 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 The happy areas. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. All right. That'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Jonathan Rumi joins us. to bell b-e-l all caps if you're spelling it out it's not b-e-l-l the song is are you okay well relevant has a lot happening this year and we don't want you to miss a thing make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com and we'll send you our top five trending stories sent to your inbox every weekday we'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes some uh, fan extras and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. 
Well, our guest today is Jonathan Rumi. You probably know him as Lonnie Frisbee in the hit movie Jesus Revolution. Or if you're a fan of The Chosen, you probably recognize him as none other than Jesus. This dude is starring in two huge Christian um, projects right now. Well, Emily recently talked to him uh, where he gave us kind of a behind the scenes look at filming Jesus Revolution and how he's using his career and platform for something much bigger than himself. Here's our conversation with Jonathan Rumi. There is an entire generation searching. Slow down, man, slow down. Just in all the wrong places. If you want to reach my people, you need to speak to them in a language they understand. If I bring them in, I'm going to lose my job. We can only walk through doors open to us. In your church, that's a door that's shut. Uh, Did you know anything about the story of Lonnie or the Jesus Revolution before you started? I remember seeing images of that magazine, um, but I I didn't know anything about it. I I grew up Catholic, so uh, I had no real context for it. Um, You know, the closest thing I got to that movement um, would have been like uh, folk music, like like folk music played in churches, which were sort of an offspring of the the uh, the Jesus revolution, the Jesus people movement, um, with with uh, you know Jesus rock uh, that that kind of went from the um, you know non denominational side or the you know evangelical side to and then crossed over to the Christian side to the Catholic side I should say, and uh, was like a mainstay in, in a lot of churches for usually the, a Sunday evening mass you could get like they would call it the folk mass and so I think that was a, a holdover but I, I never knew the origins of that Do you feel like you relate to Lonnie's character in any way or do you feel like he's just completely different from who you are? No, I mean, I mean, he loved Jesus. I love Jesus. You know, he, he likes to talk about, he likes to witness to his faith. I like to witness to my faith. Um, I don't, I don't have the boldness in the same way that Lonnie did. Um, I think if I'm, if I have any courage, it's in, it's in kind of like my, uh, in, in ways that have to do with my career and being a Christian as an actor and being open about it. That's my version of, of boldness for, as a witness, but I, I certainly did not have boldness that he did, which, I mean, he could just walk up to a crowd of kids on the beach and start talking about Jesus and, and they were mesmerized. And next thing you know, they're in church the next week. So that's, that's a whole other gift that I don't, I don't possess. So, um, but yeah, but I think that the love of God was the thing that, that bonds us and, and um, yeah. This thing that we found, I feel like I belong. You're gonna need a bigger church. It's so interesting to hear you talk about this too because you very famously play the role of Jesus. Um, And I'm just curious, you know, are you drawn to these faith projects or is it, do they just come your way? Like, how do you decide which project you're gonna take? I think God decides and then I either agree with him or I don't. Um, you know, I, I get, I, I discern everything that I do and, and uh, I've had stuff come to me that is substantial and I, I've turned down for one reason or another. It just didn't resonate and I always check with 
the spirit or my gut, as some people say, and, or, or instinct, and like, but I, I check and I discern everything and I say, should I be doing this? Should I be, you know, is this the next project or relationships? Is this person, what do you want me to see about this person, about this project, about this thing, God? You know, just show me if this is right and if it's not, take it away. Hmm. So um, that's kind of how it happens with with projects, and um, that's how one of these was. You know, this that's how this project was rather. Uh, like the script came to me, I read the script, I prayed over it, and it felt like the right move. Now why do you think this is a story worth retelling, um, especially today? I think people are always searching for meaning and identity and purpose. And when the answer, when the end of that search is anything other than God, uh, you have catastrophe, you have unfulfillment. And uh, the hippies went through it. Everybody in every generation goes through it at some point in their life. And so do they try replacing it with money or sex or power or authority or celebrity or notoriety um if if you don't have god first and foremost in your life um uh, as the reason for your life and the motivation for everything you do uh, everything else is just going to be an attempt to try to fulfill that 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 meaning in some other way that usually leads to self-destruction of some sort or spiritual destruction um and the, the, the hippies in Lonnie's generation were admitted this. They, you know, they tried LSD, they tried opening their minds, and they tried having these these encounters. But they were they were facsimiles of authentic encounter, and the authentic encounter came with their uh, encounter with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. And, and um, once they once they did realize that, uh, their their lives changed, and churches were birthed, and and you know. Um, it, it, be, it was known as the, the last greatest spiritual movement of, of America in, in, the last, in 50 years and beyond, you know. Uh, it's, um, so we're hoping that, uh, and I think it's beginning to happen. You see signs of it now, but we're hoping that this movie can, can contribute to um, a new revival because I think, you know, th uh, culturally we're at a place where people are searching and they're searching hard and, and they're looking and looking in all the wrong places to, to you know to quote myself in the film um and it's true and i think it's going to resonate with so many people for that reason um yeah and we just hope that this, this becomes a, um just an opportunity to to explore what it means to have a relationship with god our country is a dark and divided place, but now there's hope and it's spreading. This is your home, and I want you to tell all your friends about it. That was Jonathan Rumi. Make sure to check out Jesus Revolution. It's in theaters now. Or check out The Chosen. It's actually really good if you haven't seen it. You should. And if you'd like to read more of our conversation with him, check out our uh, feature on Jesus Revolution in the spring issue of Relevant. You can find it right there at relevantmagazine.com. All right, stay tuned. Up next, it's Five Second Rule.
listening to Gus Stapperton. The song is Horizons. Today's show is brought to you in part by The Chosen. Season four of The Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st, and this season has everything. Clashing kingdoms, rival rulers, and when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus' growing influence, religious leaders do the unthinkable, choose to ally themselves with the Romans. As the seeds of betrayal are planted in opposition to Jesus' message turns violent, he's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. All right, the game is simple. We played it last week. We're bringing it back. I'm going to give each of you one topic. You will have five seconds and five seconds only to name three things about that topic. For example, I'll say if I say name three colors, you'll have five seconds to name any three colors. If you can name three things in the time limit, you get a point. If you can't, then no points for you. That's a soup Nazi reference. Uh, Jason, our producer, get on the mic. You are the timekeeper and scorekeeper. This is a stressful job for you. So stressful. Are you up for it? I am. I am fully prepared. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jamie, I know this is something I can literally see the sweat on your forehead right now. <laughs> this is this is her. This is her nightmare. Um, <laughs> I'm, for, ready. I'm ready. Just for the listener to know Jamie's personality. This this encapsulates it. You know, table topics. When I ask the cast like spontaneous, just, you know, <laughs> random get to know you questions. Jamie, when we first started doing this a couple years ago, she texted me and she said, hey, if you ever do that again, could you? Could you send me the questions in advance so I can uh, prepare? I just freeze. I like. I'm like. I don't even know my name. I don't even know where I live. Like, I, I can't even answer this question. So, what's my biggest so fear? I don't know my name. Jamie, I feel like we're similar in a lot of ways, but that is one way that I feel like. Look, man, you give. I'm. I'm. I'm I'll overthink the heck out of something. Like, and, and oh. second, I'm a terrible texter. Like, I'll start typing out a text. Delete. No, that doesn't sound right. No, should, do I need a period? I, I overthink, dude. If I'm in the moment. There's no time to think. I'm better if I if I you limit my thinking. Like that that's what I've just learned about myself. So five second rule is Jamie's uh, worst nightmare. I'll be honest. I think I'm with Jamie on this one. I, I, I don't know how we're going to go. I mean, I want to put this out there. I do not expect myself to do well. Maybe I'll surprise myself, but I just want to set the expectation incredibly low for the listeners. Okay. Derek won last week. I'm coming for a W today. All right. Here we All go. Right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go in a circle based on the the. The order in my on the screen, the faces on my screen. Yeah. There we go. So, Jamie, you're up first. Three okay. things you can find in a church basement: uh, hymnals, uh, dust, and pews. There you go. Bodies. Go. Sorry. Jesse, <laughs> three movies that won an Oscar this year: uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Whale, and Avatar. The effects. Did the Did the whale actually win anything? He won. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. Terrible acceptance speech. Five seconds saying the entire everything. That's bad. Five seconds. I'll give give it to him. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. All right. He didn't hesitate. Yeah. All right. Emily, three months of the year January, February, March. Oh, there you go. Jamie, three things that can fit under the bed. Um, shoes, um, socks, and wrapping paper. Bodies. Jesse, three things you spread on toast. Uh, peanut butter, butter, and honey. Emily, three animals you would like as pets. 
hamsters, rats, chinchillas. I keep rats? yelling. I'm so sorry. Rats? Uh, I got into a rodent category uh, and I had to stick with it. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I'm not giving her rats as a pet. Whoa, I'm not giving whoa, her rats. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rat there, there are certainly pet rats. No, there are not pet rats. Pet rats. Uh, there are pet rats. Uh, there are not store. pet rats. Where's pet rats at a, a pet? Okay, wait. I looked it up. I looked up. Can you have a pet rat? And Google says many people own and enjoy pet rats. Oh, fine. All right. If Google However, says it. they carry germs. Google says just it, so it's you know. true. If Google says it, it's okay. I've just never been to a pet store that sold a rat. That's However, they carry germs and they can't be trusted. <laughs> all right, Jamie. Here we go. I, I mean, we're tied right now. If we count rat, then we're all, we're all tied. Here we go. We do count yeah. rats. I'm all team right. rat. <laughs> the group decides, then we'll count it. Okay. Jamie, three things to do on a weekend. Uh, Bike, run, and watch TV. Watch Survivor. All right. Jesse, three Christmas decorations. Uh, Candy canes, Christmas lights, and tinsel. Emily, three things to do during indoor break time. Sleep, read, write. Indoor break time. I don't know what that means. I'm just yeah, not, what's, 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 clarify what that is. Yes. What that hey means. guys, you guys are all working really hard today. Break time. Keep it indoors and indoor break. Yeah, you know, yeah. 15 minutes. So don't go. Don't wander off. Maybe it's raining. Maybe it's raining. Emily, did you get this game from like a jail website? Hey, is like, this you know, for like inmates? <laughs> nah, probably. I'll be honest. I got it. it the internet's Listen, kind of a crazy in- place. Who knows where I got it from? This is from warden.com Wardenideas.com Indoorbreaktimegames.com It's indoor break time Why don't you go spend some quality time with your pet rat And uh, so we'll circle back up about 20 minutes To get some rat time Rat time everyone Alright Jamie here we go uh, Name three things at the beach uh, swimsuits, sand, and beach balls. Uh, Jesse, three things that protect you from the sun. Sunscreen, t-shirts, and uh, I don't know, sweatshirts. Does that count? Oh, uh, he, oh we finally have we finally have a buzzer. Okay, Emily. Yeah, Emily, three things you use ice for. Uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> Like melting it? Is that where you're ordering? <laughs> but but I, th- I think Emily got confused. I think she, she thought like the, the, the four uh, uh, ways that ice can be, you know, as, as matter. And it was, it was liquid, solid, gas. But it was close. I see what yeah. you're doing there. Yeah. Uh, Jamie is officially in the lead. She's the only one who got to point that round. There you go. Okay, here we go. Uh, two, two last rounds. Uh, here we go. Um, Jamie, three reasons why you like autumn. Uh, the trees, the weather, and the dancing. Dancing? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what that means, accept- and I don't know why I said that. I'm not accepting maybe dancing. I'm wait, not accepting wait, dancing. There's like there's like a barn dance in the fall. I'm like it's accept- like a school dance. In Texas, in Texas, I'm not, ex- there I'm, not a, I'm not accepting dancing as an autumn activity. I that, can't think of a single fall. No, dance. that's not a fa- <laughs> no, not counting. Okay, so we're officially you there, tied. Here we go. Dancing. Uh, not happening. Not <laughs> happening. All right, Jesse, you can, you can catch up with this one. Here you go. Name okay. three reasons to talk loudly. Uh, dancing. Uh, yelling at your rat. Um, oh, gosh. Water? Water. <laughs> you dumb rat. You stupid pet rat. 
<laughs> Emily, name three things you do after school. Homework, sleep, eat. Ooh, Emily's in the lead. Okay, Whoa. last round. Jamie, name three things in your bedroom. Um, a bed and a sheets and a light, a lamp. Okay. Jesse, name three vegetables. Uh, carrot, celery, and cucumbers. All right, Emily, name three animals that live in the ocean. Fish, shark, whale. Is fish an animal? I don't... I, well, yes. I think fish is... I think a shark is a fish. Right? That's okay. fine. That's First all good. Hair, I give it yeah. to her. First, you can't have a pet rat. Now, right, can't be a fish. <laughs> okay, Jason. In, in my in my in my head, Jamie won by by one. Is that right? Who's the winner? Uh, if we count the last one that Emily just got, then Jamie and Emily are tied. Jesse's down. By okay, one. we need a tiebreaker. Then here we go. We're gonna go until one of them fails. Uh, Jamie, three animals that have four legs. Uh, dogs and cats and donkeys. Uh, Emily, three desserts. Cheesecake. Pie, ice cream. Jamie, three clothes you wear during winter. Um, a jacket and some socks and a hoodie. Emily, three rooms of the house. Living room, bedroom, dining room. Jamie, three board games. Uh, Monopoly, uh, Phase Two, Phase Four, and and Uno. Uh, Emily, three wait, football wait, stadiums. Wait, wait. You said, hang on, you said board games. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, I, know. I knew it! Mm. I knew yeah. it! All right. I went on a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Congrats, Emily. Well, before we wrap things up, I want to thank Jonathan Rumi again for joining us. Make sure to check out um, him and Jesus Revolution, which is, I think, still in theaters. If not, it, probably just the last week or two. It's had a record-setting run over the last couple months. Also, make sure to uh, see him in The Chosen. He's amazing as Jesus in The Chosen. Really, you should watch it. Um, also, make sure to check out our feature on Jesus Revolution. It's part of our spring issue of Relevant, which is out now. It features Michael B. Jordan on the cover, talking about the direction that he took his new movie, Creed 3. Um, make sure to read that story. It's a, You can check it out at relevantmagazine.com right there in the magazine tab. There's also some great pieces with Beth Moore. Amazing conversation. Asbury outpouring and kind of what really happened there and the full story of that experience and that movement uh, and kind of what's next um, with that um, we talked to Anna of the North we talked to Fitz and the Tantrums and a lot of great artists uh, you can check it out all for free in the ad supported experience you can also sign up for Relevant Plus and get the beautifully designed enhanced edition you can download it right away when you sign up for Relevant Plus plan started as low as two fifty a month it's the ad free and uh, premium experience with our content you can get this podcast ad free you can experience everything at relevantmagazine.com ad free and more uh it's all explained right there just click the relevant plus tab at relevantmagazine.com also follow us on all the socials uh check out our playlist on spotify there's a lot going on don't miss out keep in touch hey and spread word about the podcast if you like it we have fun doing it tell your friends why not we love it all right on that note we'll wrap it up i'm cameron strang I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Emily Brown. I'm Jamie Ivey. We will see you on Friday. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Check out our features, interviews, and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com. 
And make sure to follow Relevant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest. For more great podcasts, browse the shows on the Relevant Podcast Network, which you can find at our site. And while you're there, don't miss the all-new era of Relevant Magazine. A new issue releases every other month at RelevantMagazine.com. Sustained? You can't handle sustained. Relevant Podcast Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.